Let us bow our heads. Dear Heavenly Father, first of all, thank you for this day. Thank you for this great opportunity, again, to speak to your people. We appreciate you so much for trusting us with your word. And, Lord, we ask you to let the word of God come into the hearts and minds of every individual and let them know that you love them so much and you want them to be such a blessing to so many people. Thank you for the family of God, how you brought us together to love and care for each other. And uh, so we ask you, Lord, to penetrate this message into the hearts and minds of every individual that's listening on the air and every person that's here. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. 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 So I want to say that today is the day that the Lord has made, and we are extremely glad about it. Extremely glad about it. the day is the 4th of July. My grandson, uh, I picked him up yesterday, and he says, uh, Papa, yeah, he says, are we having church tomorrow? I said, yeah. <laughs> and I didn't realize the kids, you know, they, you know, this is a vacation. It's a holiday for them. So they're like, hey, on holidays, you don't do nothing. I'm like, this is a, a, but this is a independent day. So how many people understand Independence Day? How many people know, understand the 4th of July, right? And so... Uh, Great Britain. Everybody said Great Britain. But Great Britain, they had a stranglehold on us, man. They had a stranglehold on us. Uh, Abby, they had a stranglehold on us. And the stranglehold was tight in, in America, and they just didn't like it. So the revolution took place and all that, and man, and so the independence was what it was all about. So they wanted to become independent of themselves, right, or under, of the, uh, uh, the British Empire. Uh, and, and God blessed them. And made it happen. And so America was built uh, really supposedly on a foundation of Christian principles. Right? And so the, the, the John Winthrop and all those guys, and uh, they really had an idea, man, that God has really had blessed us. And we had a, 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 a country now and things are going well and we're independent. We can do this thing and we can be a foundation that was built on God's principles, um, but yet they had a few flaws, right? <clears throat> and the flaws was in their doctrine, um, and it's called the doctrine of discovery, uh, when they decided they want to come over and they want to just eliminate uh, all the Indians and really take their land um, under the name of Jesus Christ. I understand it, but they did it, right? Uh, so I just think they were just, you know, the, the enemy always wants to... Uh, create power. Remember when Jesus was out there and Satan uh, told us, I give you all of this. He said, you know what, do you want the world? I'll let you have the entire world. All you got to do is do what? Bow down and worship me. And it's important to understand what was going on. And so the great Independence Day that was so independent, it was so significant for so many people, it was so painful for others. Right? Uh, It was very, very painful for the Indians because they really was, uh, was excluded uh, and African Americans, they came over, and they were uh, slaves, and they were all treated like they were savages, and they were not humans. So when you read the Declaration of Independence and and all those things, and, and the Constitution, they almost like said you guys not even a human being, but the Constitution uh, said that all men were created equal, right? And so this great America was built on a lie, uh, which is unfortunate. Um, but the thing is that the, the, uh, because uh, people didn't understand the Bible, uh, they kind of like went along with some things in rebellion. But when God gave us wisdom, 
and we understood the word of God, uh, uh, the game changed. All right. The, the game changed. And so it's, it's a lot different today than it was in 1776. All right. Uh, so we're going to talk about that. And, and the thing that's important uh, that I'm going to talk about is uh, building a kingdom family by serving the church. Right. Now, remember, the church is us. It's the people. Right. And so uh, uh, so I want to talk about that and, and the significance of it. So I just want to throw a little bit of the, the, the 4th of July in there so you guys understand uh, the, the United States man was under a stranglehold and they wanted to get him up under that stranglehold. And then they came into America and created America and they felt like America was a promised land. And then they put a stranglehold on others. Right, and the thing that they didn't like what was happening to them, they turned around and did it to somebody else. Right, and God is never happy about that. Right, um, so we're going to talk about uh, our family, the uniqueness of our family. Right, and and the kingdom family, because God is a king. Right, and it does not matter what they did. Right, it does not change who God is. Right, and and we got to understand that. We got to understand, man. Before there ever was America, man, there was God. Right before there was a Canaan, there was a God. Right, and before there was a Promised Land, there was a God. Right, and Jesus is unique because Jesus, God knew the world was in trouble, and He had to come down and do something. So what God did was He embodied Himself, man, in a human by the name of Jesus, and He put His Spirit in Him, and He let Him walk to Earth and show what He looked like in real life. So John said the word became flesh and it dwelt among us. So then God's word became a human being and he actually walked the earth showing us, man, what God is all about. Now, now, now that's powerful because some people wanted to take it just like anything else, uh, uh, Sam. They took it and because they, because they went to bed with Satan, and they wanted power, they ignored the king and his word. So they took his word and they twisted him. And, and, and so Paul wrote about it, and, and Paul said they turned the truth of God and turned it into a lie. Yeah. You know, so, and, and so that's the issue, Chris. And so we got to talk about that. But I want you to understand the uniqueness of the family of God because if we're going to build a kingdom family, man, we got to go back to the beginning. We got to go back in the beginning, man, when God created us, right, uh, in his image, in his likeness. And his mission was to have this earth, man, look just like heaven, right? And so he breathed into us the breath of life, and we became a human, which is compound. Humans mean dirt, and man means spirit. So we became a spirit inside of a dirt body. And the dirt came in all colors and all shades, right? But the spirit was constant, right? And, and so, and he said, now listen, I'm going to run this earth, and I'm going to run this earth, man, through my created beings. He said, because I don't want to be down here, but I want to run earth from heaven, but I'm going to run it through my people that I created called humans, he said, now, listen, I want you to understand something. They're not black or white, Asian or Hispanic. He said, they're going to be my human beings. He said, it's not about race. 
it's, it's, it's about me. He said, because the intention is that everybody should love and care for each other. Right? And, and the church was the entity man that he used uh, in the New Testament, right, uh, to kind of reflect that. So you'll see it. And it was so, the, the, old, the New Testament is so unique, man, because when Jesus came into the earth, it's like everything was kind of like all a mess. We knew it was a mess because if it wasn't a mess, DeAndre, there was no need for God to send Jesus. Right? So he had to send him down here, man, to straighten some things up and straighten some people up. You know, so the religious leaders in the Roman Empire and all those people were a mess. And, and, and God says, listen. They're going to know mine when they get done. I'm going to give them my spirit. And my spirit is going to embody them. Now watch this, Chris. And when my spirit get inside of them, right, they're going to be a reflection of me. And they're going to love people despite who they are. They're going to be able to identify which one belonged to me by the way they love people. Because when I created this thing, it was all about relationships. And it was all about how you interact with people. That's what it was all about. He says, listen, it's important to understand that. So God wanted us to know and he wanted the world to know that he loved all of us. Now, now they had the Constitution right, man. They said uh, all men were created equal. Now, but when you read the Constitution, you know that they didn't really mean that about everybody, right? They only meant about the white men who had land. Not the women, not the children, not the Indians, not the blacks, but the white landowners. That when they wrote the Constitution, right? But the problem is the Constitution don't trump God. And God said, and, and well, now what? This is, is going to be good, right? He said, because the land don't belong to them. It don't belong to the Indians or the Europeans. He said, the land belonged to me. He said, so when I gave it to you, he said, I told you to have dominion over it. But when you, listen now, God is good, right? So when he gave us, gave us dominion, he told us to run this thing, he said, and have dominion over it. But you got to do it, man, with love. So he, Paul, uh, who was a very brilliant man, uh, had, had been teaching and the church was growing and all that. And the people were so brilliant, and they had the Holy Spirit, and they were speaking in tongues, and they was healing people, and they was doing all that stuff. And, and Paul says, listen, you guys are a mess because you have this kingdom or this exceptionalism of mentality. You think you're special. He said, but here's the thing. Because God loved you, he gifted you. And when he gifted you, uh, he didn't gift you for you. Right? So you don't get to go around and brag about how powerful you are or how much, uh, how many tongues you speak in or how many people you healed and who you blessed. He said, watch this here. He said, because if you don't do it, watch Paul says, with love, it means nothing. Right? So he said, listen, now, now, because you are who you are and you are who you are, man, because God created you, just like him, and, and Satan always slips in and messes up. He said, I want you to understand something. You got to make sure you understand and don't ever forget that I created you in my image, man, to run this thing, right? He said, now I'm going to give you some land, 
I'm going to give you houses. I'm going to give you a lot of stuff, but none of it belongs to you. I'm giving it to you is on loan, and I want to make you aware of this. And I want you to understand, because if you don't get it right, I'll take it from you. As right, soon as you think it's yours, he said, I'm giving it to you uh, so you can benefit others. And the question is, does he trust you in the kingdom of God? Right? And, and, and we're going to talk about that in the kingdom, in the church. And I'm going to get done by 11 o'clock, I think, right now. So it's important. So uh, the summons wrote something, and it's a quote. I, I mean, I wanted to read this. It says, I was glad. Now, now watch this here. Now watch the church, right? we're going to talk about the church and its importance, right, and the kingdom of God. The psalmist says, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. I was glad. Why was he glad? He's because I knew that's where the power was. Because there was a group of people there, man, that was unified with a spiritual mindset, man, to do kingdom work. So I was glad when they said, you know, some people say, I, I, I hate going to church. Well, there's something wrong. If, if, it's, if it's a mess going on, there's something's wrong. He said, but I was glad. That's what the summer said. I was glad when he said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. I just couldn't wait to get to the house. I was excited to get to the house of the Lord. Because there at the house of the Lord, I had people with a common mindset. They, they, was think, they were supposed to be thinking, because you know you go somewhere, Sam, you said, the people at church, I know if I get there, I used to be when I was a kid and I was scared and I walked past the church. When I got by the church, man, like the fear went away. Because in my mind, the people at church, man, was representing God and they had me covered. You know, so you you felt safe, right? Because it was something about the people at church because we knew that they represent the king, right? And so the principle was important. Don't don't miss that. So so in the summons, said this again, behold, everybody say behold. How good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together. How? It's important because it's a spiritual matter, right? So they knew something. They knew something was going on, and they knew it was. He goes on to talk about Aaron's beard and, and anointing and all that. But it was so good for us to dwell together. And it's so good because when we come together, there's power in unity. That's why I tell the people, you, you can stay at home, but there's something about coming together, right? You get strength from each other. I mean, you be able to lift each other up. And the church is a unique place, right? And now we've downplayed it over the years, and it's not, it's not anything anymore. People say, I just go to church. Now, I'm getting them going to church. It don't mean anything. But the church used to mean a whole lot. It, it was a place, man, where they came and they met the Lord. That's why when people came to the church, when they came to the church, uh, they, didn't put the, they didn't wear their hats. They used to dress up really nice. You know, now they wear shorts, right? But they used to dress up, man, all that, man, because the tradition was we go into church and celebrate, and we so excited, so they put on their Sunday's best. And they wanted to look good. when They, went, they didn't want to try to impress nobody, because back then, especially in slavery, they didn't have nothing, right? So they was excited because they really brought that tradition over from Africa, right? And they would celebrate, and they would dress up, and they'd be so excited about church because they knew that they was going to meet God when they got to church. You know, and, and, the, and the presence of him, it meant so much. Now, watch Jesus. 
So Jesus, as, as a, a now, now, when, now watch how he, when he talks as a prophet and he speaks to God on behalf of the people. Now he's praying. Now this is God in the flesh. This is the word made flesh. This is what he says. I pray that they, who is they? Yeah, it's the church. It's the group of people, man, who have accepted who Jesus is. You bet, girls. Look at you. She flowing, flowing, flowing. Won't he do it? Won't he do it? Won't he do it? All right, now, so <laughs> you're on Facebook Live. Now, you're in trouble, right? He said, I pray that they will be, watch this here. They will all be what? Just as you and I are what? As you are in me, Father, and I am what? In you. Now, watch this. This is the big part. And may they be in us so that what? So that the people who don't know who he is will know who he is. Right? And, and that's going to come from the unity of the spirit. Right? Because that, that common spirit, man, when the Holy Spirit comes in your life, it's something about the Holy Spirit. It connects us. And it gives us power and also give us a love for each other. Now, so you got a question when I can't stand you, is the Holy Spirit in me? You have to ask yourself a question. I can't stand them and they get on my ass. No, you got to ask yourself a question. Right? Is the Holy Spirit working in you? Because the Holy Spirit is all about love. It's about the kingdom family. So it's important. Now, uh, he wanted to expand the family. Now, we know when we read Acts that the family started to grow like 3,000, 5,000. I mean, the numbers was growing astronomical. I mean, and it's just like the people, they saw the unity in the power. Right? Now, so when Jesus said that the world will believe, the only way they're going to believe it is through you. Now, if, if we come together and we're a family of God and we're fighting when do the world get to see the power of God? Because we represent him. You know, uh, I heard a guy, I was talking to a guy one time. He says, man, you know, these people come to church, man, but they ought to quit playing. Right? You, you ought to quit playing because it impacts people's lives in a crazy way. Right? This is serious business. And the devil is always at work. Right? And so you got to understand that, that Jesus wanted us to impact the world. He said the only way they're going to know it and the only way we're going to do it is we got to be unified. We, we got to be together. We got to be a family of believers. You know, I heard someone say, man, you know, the church is like a family. They, they are like their family. Well, they should be. Because you, you got to understand families were important. Right? And so uh, and, and we are a part of an awesome family, right? Now, so Jesus uh, was trying to let them know the uniqueness of who they were and the impact that they was going to have, right? Now, I want, you to, I want to say something, man, before I get into Acts chapter 4, right? I want you guys to understand that it matters if I see you. It matters. It, it matters, man, if you come to church to me. 
It matters. Now, you're not so, I don't care if you don't come. No, it really matters, right? It matters because we are a body of believers and we are family. You know, if our dinner didn't come home, Margaret, I would be a little upset. She said, well, I'm going somewhere and I'll be back next week. Where you going? I don't, I ain't telling you. I ain't too happy about that, right? You know, so I, I, so when, when you when, when you come and it's in the family, you're looking for the family, Sam, and the family's not there, you want to know where are they? I want to know what happened to my family. Why are they not at home? You know, so you may get a message, oh, yeah, pastor, I'm going down the street and I'm over to so-and-so. Okay, at least I know where you are, right? Because the family is important, right? Listen. Watch this here. Now, you may not like it, but people see God through you. I know you don't think you're that saved, right? But you are, right? And some people, man, they only see God through you. That's why they ask you to pray for them. Why would somebody ask, why would somebody ask you to go to God on their, go to God on their behalf? Why would they say, Please, I know you have a relationship. Would you go to God on behalf of me if they didn't believe in you? Everybody say family. Now, uh, a family that prays together. Listen to me. Now, here's the thing. Uh, Some people let the devil distract them, right? And then they go off, and then they say, well, you know, I don't need this. And I can do my own thing over here. Or I can do that. But what you don't realize is that it impacts more than just you. Right? And if I can divide the family, Frida, then I can get them. If I can divide you, then I can conquer you. Right? But if I got you, I used to tell you, we'd go, we'd go to Florida, and they, uh, and they have, how many people ever did a timeshare thing? I would tell you, now, listen, we're going to this timeshare. I don't care how good it sounds. The answer is no. I don't care what they say. The answer is no, right? I said, you understand that? She yeah, we go up to Sasa, honey, the answer is no. She, she ready to sit down. The guy said, I'll be right back. I said, the answer is no. The guy give us a good pitch. They come and say, I'm going to get the manager. I said, Adina, the answer is no. Because they turn and they start talking to her because I'm saying no, no, no. And they look at her. I said, Adina, the answer is no, right? And so... We have to be unified, right? Because with us unity, there's strength, right? That's important to understand about the body, right? Uh, and that's why the apostles were teaching, and they taught the resurrection, and they were so clear and so bold about it, and it was so powerful. Watch the impact of it. Now, when we leave here, it's going to be, you have a different mentality. I know you read it before, but I got to go to it, all right? Acts chapter 4, verse 32. All the believers were united in heart and mind. Now, now keep that in mind. They were, they were united in heart and mind. They were focus-driven, right? And they felt, now watch, this is good. They felt, right, that what they owned was not theirs. Now, they got the car dealership. They got the the financial office, they got the bank, none of it belongs to them. They have houses, but it's not theirs. They have cars, it's not theirs. They have bank accounts, it's not theirs. Right? When something's not yours, you don't mind giving it away. 
right? You know, you put me in charge. If Chris put me in charge of the shop, I fix everybody's car. I'm like, yeah, fix the car. It don't cost me nothing, right? Like, now, it sounds funny, but when I get done, it's going to make sense, right? He says, and they felt that, uh, 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 so they shared what? What did they share? Now, they was, now, why was they able to share? They were able to share everything, man, because in the body of Christ, and they understood God's kingdom because Jesus had come, and he had taught them the power of unity. They had embraced Jesus Christ and his teaching. Now, listen, they, they weren't playing church. They had embraced it, right? So much so, some people had so much, and some people had so little. But what they realized is whatever I have is not mine. It's only given to me to manage, right? It's almost like Tasha and the credit union. It's not hers, but it's hers to manage. Now, there's some people, man, she can give loans to, and some people she can't, right? And, and some people she gives loans to, she shouldn't have gave it to them, and, and that's because she had the power to give it to them, and she realized that she was working for the king. And she saw their credit score, and she saw things, she said, but... They gave me the power to be able to make a decision based on my integrity. Now, now this is good. Based on your integrity. Now, you, I know their credit score is like zero. Right? But, but, but based on what you, who you are, we're going to give you the authority to make a decision. Now, watch. So, so they shared everything they had. All right? Now, watch. The apostles, now watch the teachers, the apostles testified powerfully to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus and God and God's great blessing was what? And listen, here's what the apostles did. Here's what the pastors did. They kept teaching the word of God. And as they taught the word of God, people embraced the word of God and it became their lifestyle. They were converted and transformed. So people can be here and never be transformed. So they come to church and all that. They never transform. So they come and they leave like they came, and God never gets inside of them, and they just got information. So there's no transformation, even though they got the information. So there's no conversion. So they keep on doing what they always done, and the church become powerless. But once they convert it, and they understand who Jesus is. Watch this. And the apostles kept teaching. Now, watch the power of the church. He kept teaching the word of God, and they took it. They said, I'm going to believe it. I believe what you're teaching is right, so I'm going to embrace it. And when they embrace it, they said, none of this stuff belongs to me. This all belongs to God. Right? Now, my brother's in need. What are we going to do about it? Here you go. There were no needy people among them. Remember that. 3,000 got saved. 5,000 got saved, Chris. So some people came there, they was dirt poor. And some people was very wealthy. Now watch this here. Because those who owned land or houses would sell them. You know why they didn't mind selling them? You bet? Because it wasn't theirs. They knew that. And they knew that they needed the profit, man, to help other people. And he said nobody in the family of God should ever be in need of anything. Right? There's no way in the world, man, God can give us Tasha at the credit union, and I don't have no car. 
and I'm living saved and she know I'm saved and she got the flexibility to be able to make a decision because her integrity, she said, I'm not going to do it even though I know you're a part of my family, even though I know you saved. I heard Bishop Gilbert Patterson say one time, he said, I'm just appalled at the idea that they would not have let a woman stand in the pulpit, right? They make her sit down and, and preach from the floor, right? And I know she's saved and sanctified and full of the Holy Ghost in her life. She lives it every day. And you let a politician who was drunk sleeping with another woman get in your pulpit and talk about what he going to do. Right? Now, listen. So when you see the integrity of what's going on and you see the power of the Holy Spirit in our life. Now, this is a family of God, right? He says, houses and land. Watch this here. They sold them, and they brought the money to the apostles to give to those in need. Now, what they did was they, the church was an entity where they came together, right? I got to get done, right? They came together, and they brought the money to the church. Listen, man, forget these modern-day people thinking they can get the money and pack it and drive a Benz. They can't drive no Bentley on your money. I can't buy no $700,000 house on your money. If I buy a house like that, I better buy it with my money. I can't buy it with yours. I can't take the church money and buy a $700,000 house, a million-dollar house, and then somebody else, man, they're living in the shelter, and I know they saved, and I know they love the Lord. How can I do that? That's ridiculous, right? right? And so they didn't do it, right? So people made sure nobody was in need. The unity was so powerful, right? Right. He said that, and it says, and they brought the money to the apostles, and he gave uh, to those in need. Now, 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 watch this here. This is important. I got to go over a few minutes. This is important. So he made sure, because of the unity, and watch the kingdom of God, because God gave the earth to humans, and he said, I want you guys to have dominion over this whole thing. He said, but you got to live a sanctified life. Now, listen, a holy life. It's important because the Holy Spirit. Got to work in you. And so the way I treat you is important, right? My integrity is important, right? Because God says, I'm not going to give you something and I can't trust you, right? Because there's going to be people, man, that's going to become a part of and they're going to need me, but they're not going to get me. They're going to get you. So I got to make sure you write when I send them to you. And, and the people said, listen, because they heard the word of God and they was teaching on the resurrection and the power of the resurrection and the unity of the body, nobody was in need of anything. So if you needed food, we made sure you had it. If you need housing, we made sure you had it. If you need transportation, I may not be able to buy your car, but I promise you I can get you where you got to go. No, there's nobody should ever be lacking in the body of Christ. Not who sit up under the kingdom teaching. Because people that's under the kingdom teaching, you don't hoard nothing. You don't keep taking and taking and think it's yours. Because it's not yours. God has blessed you to be able to do. Now, now I, 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 I'm, I'm going to wrap this up real quick. Now, watch this. Everybody say Ananias and Sapphira. So, uh, don't nobody want to read that part. That's a scary part, right? Now, I got to read this here and I'm going to wrap it up. Give me a few minutes over, all right? It's 4th of July, so we're just celebrating Sam a few extra minutes, right? It says, then Peter said to Ananias, now, now here's what happened. That everybody was selling everything, kiki, and they was, they was doing stuff, and people were like, you know how everybody, hey, everybody else doing it, I'm doing it. Here's my offering. You paying? Here, I, here's my $100. I, here, here. 
Burn your kid. So they want to do like everybody else is doing. Right? So they had the power to do it. Remember, it was theirs. Right? It was theirs. Everybody said mine. I get to do with, I get to do with what I want with mine. The question is, who motivates me? Who's behind me? Right? But it's mine. I can do whatever I want, right? So now he says, so then Peter said to Ananias, why have you let Satan, everybody says Satan, why have you let Satan fill your heart? You lied to the Holy Spirit and you kept some of the money for yourself. Now watch this here. The property was yours, right, to sell or not sell as you wish. And after selling it, the money was also yours to give away. How could you do a thing like this? You weren't lying to us. Who was you lying to? Now, now, now watch the power of unity, right? He said, listen, God bless you, and it was yours. Because some people see what everybody else is doing, they put on a show. But their heart is not right. And they lie to the Holy Spirit. Because God bless you and you do stuff, man, that's not right. You don't walk it. Jesus said, you serve me with your lips, with your heart is far from me. In the body of Christ, man, God, listen, you guys are so blessed because God sent his son into the world and gave you his Holy Spirit. And then he gave you resources. Now, you, there's people in this audience that you are blessed beyond your wildest dreams. You live in houses you didn't build. You got jobs that you didn't create, right? I mean, you got money in the bank you never even thought you'd have in your lifetime, right? And you have it, and you lie to God. Now, you lie with your tithe. You lie with your offerings. You lie with your, your skill set. You lie with your talents. I don't have time. I'm too tired. I can't do this here, but I'm going to go to the club and bag it up. All right? I can go over here and do this, but I can't. I'm too tired to do this. Because I'm so busy. God bless you with this, and you got so much energy to do this. But he said, I need you over here to do this. To be, no, I can't do it. I know you can do this. A lady need her window fixed. I, I don't have time. I'll do it, but if you ain't got $100, God said, I gave you the gift for that. Now, 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 now watch what happens. And, and when you lie to people, you lie to God. Because God said, I know your heart. Man judge your outward appearance, but I judge your heart. I created you in my image. I gave you my Holy Spirit. I want the world to be changed, so I gave you my spirit. That's why I gave it to you. I didn't give it. So you don't get to cheat. You don't get to lie. You don't get to steal because you represent me. Because every time you do it, watch this here, you misrepresent. Then somebody who's following you is going to go the wrong way because they thought what you did was right. And now the family's in disarray. So nobody in the church does anything for anybody. That's because of when the teacher was teaching, they heard it, but they didn't hear it. They didn't take it to heart. So they kept on doing what they wanted to do because it was all about them. And when it's all about you, you're going to be like Ananias and Sapphira. And guess what happened to them? He killed one the wife came in and lied, then he killed her too. Now, I'm not saying God going to kill you. But he could kill your influence. 
You know, where you had influence, you may lose your influence because you misrepresented him. And he, he, he gave you opportunity. The reason why he set you at the table, Stephanie, he set you at the college table because there's going to be some students there that needed help, and you was going to be able to help them. You can't get there and decide, well, I, I can't stand her. I didn't like her mama when we was going to school. I know, but that's why I sent her to you. Now you get to show my love. Because the kingdom is about relationships. It's about relationship. And then you can shout and dance, but it's about the spirit of God coming inside of us, transforming us, and we become more like him. And when we become more like him, then that's what sanctification is all about. It's being saved, sanctified, Holy Ghost filled, old folks say, and fire baptized. Right? And, and listen, you want to put a run on it. I would take off, but my knees won't move. So Sam, I act like I'm going to run. I'm like, hey. Hill, I ain't going nowhere. I ain't going nowhere. I'm just headed down the aisle. If I do this two times, I'm halfway down there. <laughs> Won't he do it? I want to wrap this up, man. Because I, I, you know, and, and, and I want you guys to see the power of the church. So next week, man, when we start, the day is the day is your birthday. So you're going to start looking at the church, man, through a different entity. You're going to look at the church, man, through the lens that God has blessed you with his Holy Spirit. And we are a family of God, and we have every resource in the world to make a difference. Now, what had happened in the world is that the state, the state has taken over. And now what the church used to do for people, the state and the government do it. So we think, we no, we still need to do for one another. That's why you don't take advantage of the church. You know, people that's in the people that's in the body, people that was in Acts, nobody came and told us. They no, nobody bought some lottery tickets and knew it was their rent money and then told the church to pay for their rent. They didn't do that in Acts. When they didn't have the money, they didn't have it, Chris. They didn't spend the money. They didn't get high with the money and then say pay my, pay my car note. They paid the car note because in the because they was righteous. They wasn't. They weren't thieves. They weren't hustling people. Because they couldn't, because if they did that, then they end up like Ananias and Sapphira. Because you lied to the Holy Spirit. God says, I gave you the money and you blew it. Ooh, I better stop. Everybody stand to your feet. Ooh. So, three things I want you guys to take away. Remember, Jesus prayed. And remember what his prayer was. Lord, make us what? One. Right now, and, and, and you are your brother's keeper. And it's important to understand, man, we are our brother's keeper. And we are, we are really one. Jesus, make, I want them to be so unified that nobody's in lack. We got all the resources we need. We don't need to go nowhere. We got enough resources here, man, to do everything we need to do. Let's pull them together and do it. And then the last thing is uh, uh, everything that you have, everything that you have belongs to who? God. It's not yours. I talked to my little, uh, I was in Mississippi. My little niece said, she says, uh, I was doing people taxes, and I, I couldn't do it. I stopped. She says, because I got tired of people wanting me to lie. She says, I'm not lying. You, you claiming stuff you don't have. That's because her integrity. She quit doing taxes altogether. She said, before I do that in the name of, I said, no, you got to keep doing them. You just got to tell them no. Because God goes to send some people you met who are not going to cheat. Right? And so, and remember, they said, you belong to who? So don't lie to the Holy Spirit by trying to be something that you're not. And then expect and think you can put a prayer over the top of it. 
Because you can't put, you can't shout over the top of it. You can't speak in tongues over the top of it. Not over unrighteousness. You got to live this life like never before. Amen. It's by our heads. Maybe there's someone out there, man, who don't know Jesus Christ, your Lord and Savior, and you want to be on this famous, awesome, grand team of believers. And uh, the only way you can do it is you have to accept Jesus Christ into your heart and his word. It's really his word in your life. And if you don't know him as your Lord and Savior, and you want to be a part of this great family where you have access to all the resources, right, that you won't ever be in need of any nowhere to lack because the body is so great and we have access to all the resources, I offer him to you today. Jesus Christ gives you access to all of that. So if you're out there, just give me your hand. If you don't know who Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior, you want it in your life, right? or you want to rededicate your life or recommit your life to the Lord, you say, hey, you know what? I'm going to do better. Today is the day I'm going to do better. Raise your hand and put it back down. Today is the day I'm going to do better. Just stick it up and put it back down real quick. Amen. Dear Lord, we thank you. We thank you for every single person here today. Today, where they make a commitment to you, they give their life to you, and they walk according to your word. Thank you for the dominion that you've given us. Thank you for all the skills and talents you've given us so we can represent you in our families, in our business, in our communities, in our neighborhoods. Thank you. Lord, we ask you to continue to make everything available as, as you always have to everyone out there so they know that you have access to all the resources. So we thank you. And, Lord, let the love go from heart to heart and breast to breast. Let us be able to represent you by the love we show. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Get a Lord a hand clap. Amen. 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 This is the day that the Lord has made. You can remain standing because we're going to dismiss. Uh, it's a time of giving. Uh, thank you all. You guys have been such a blessing in your giving. Continue to be a blessing. We all we able to do what we do, man, because of what you guys do. Continue your tithe and your offering that you give to the ministry. We appreciate you so much. Uh, you can give online, you can give in the, 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 there's a box on the way out, you can write a check, whatever. But thank you all so much, so continue to be a blessing. I thank everyone for being our visitors today, uh, Pastor Abbey and his wife, thank you all so much for being a part of our service today. And my baby, don't you leave without me getting a hug, all right? Dear Lord, be with us. Put your arms of protection around us. Guide our hearts, guide our minds. Strengthen us, Lord. Let us be a reflection of you where we go. Let us, let the kingdom be alive wherever we go, not just here at church, but let us be a reflection of you in our community. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless you all. Have a wonderful, awesome 4th of July. All right.